for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. The 10 o'clock hour of Rosie on the House. This is where we dive deep into one component about your home, castle, or cabin. Today we'll be talking about your plumbing system, the supply and the drain. There's a lot more to it than we think about day in and day out. And uh, we'll, The point of this hour is to help you understand how it all works so when something happens, you know what to do and how to troubleshoot it and perhaps maybe even take care of it yourself. The first half hour will be the supply side. The second half will be the drain side. And we've got a lot of question and answers on problems that happen on both of those. We've pulled off of our website uh, that we'll be walking through. We've got uh, Thunderbird Plumbing out of Waddell and Brutonelle Plumbing out of Casa Grande to thank for helping us with the content. A lot of times we'll invite those contractors in to join us on the Saturday, but uh, this one I thought, you know, with uh, Rosie coming back, I, d- I didn't, you know, a guest, you've got to be very hospitable to them and give them lots of airtime. The guests are always very hospitable to Rosie, and I thought, well, they're going to be too intimidated to ever <laughs> to, to try and talk back or over them, and we just leave this a uh, Kind of an informal and open line hour as well. Welcome back, Dad, to the broadcast. You've had quite a journey, and the prayers have made uh, the difference. So we'd like to thank everyone who has been praying and sending cards in, and uh, welcome back. Well, thank you, and, and and thanks a million for all the cards and prayers. So it's in, it's incredible how many people we heard from, and it's very humbling. So well, this morning is very distracting. I'm trying to do my job, <laughs> but between all the texts and the phone calls and the emails of people saying "Rosie, Rosie," it's it's, it's been fun it, to watch. It's been it's fun, but so anyway. Yeah, I, I thought it'd probably be a little too crazy to bring in a mm-hmm. guest to give them the proper uh, airtime. Kind of like coming to somebody else's family reunion, you right? Know? <laughs> well, I don't want to ever have this much fun again. You know, my <laughs> biggest takeaway from Agreed. all this is just um, I. I Everyone, you know, you go to the doctor, your, your diet and exercise, your diet and exercise, your diet and exercise. How come the food at the hospitals are horrible? <laughs> <laughs> you would think that would be the most nutritional, best, freshest food ever. It's like, you know, this was freeze shrink wrapped two months ago. <laughs> well, you're, you're finally the sucker desperate enough to buy it at the cafeteria. You know, you know how you can start appreciating hospital food? Be put on a be put on a puree diet for three weeks. <laughs> and, in the, and in the first time they give you anything to chew on, you're just praising the good Lord. Oh, man. I'm not, I'm not sucking dinner down through a straw. There's another use for garbage disposals. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, we also have an event going on today in Tucson. It's the 10th anniversary of... The Bell Home Extreme Makeover, our promotion team with our Sanderson Ford Transit is on site. You can call and uh, see if you can get in for a tour between now and noon. And we've got Susan Krieger joining us on the phone to tell us a little bit more about the event today. Then we'll dive right into plumbing. And and if you've got a plumbing question, you can join the conversation at one 767 Tell us about uh, the today's activity, Susan. Yes, I am over at the Bell House uh, up on the uh, northeast corner of River and Craycroft in Tucson, and we are celebrating Team Lizzie Bell's 10th anniversary of the ABC Extreme Home Makeover that they had back in 2009. Uh, There are house tours 
running from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock today. Uh, and if people want to tour the home uh, for free, there's food here too. Uh, you can call us at 520-237-9190 or call into the show to get the address. Um, Team Lizzie Bell has been established to, to save lives through bone marrow registrations and blood donation awareness. So in connection with the uh, home tour, we're also holding blood drives. You can donate blood today. Um, the two Red Crosses, the one at um, Broadway and Kolb and up at Foothills Mall, all of that information is on our website. The Red Cross has an urgent, urgent need for blood. So if people can't donate today and are eligible to donate, we highly, highly encourage people to uh, make an appointment and make a donation as soon as they can. Such a such a wonderful story, Susan. I, I loved, I watched the uh, ABC's, Extreme Makeover on YouTube last night, that edition where they presented the home and just the whole story of the home. And just I think part of the reason Lizzie was chosen was because of her heart for other people, even when she was going through something so hard. Yeah, and there are actually people have already started to arrive to tour the, to, to tour the home. It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful day to come out, learn more about the uh, Lizzie Bell Foundation. And uh, this home is still in fabulous working condition. Um, it's really something to see. And when you say something to see, Jennifer's been so impressed with this. In March, we're talking universal design all month long with our general contractors and architects and design specialists. And you're like, we've got to get this designer. Well, I've, I got to speak with him on the phone. It's John Wesley Miller of John Wesley Miller Companies in Tucson. He's a, he's almost an Arizona guy. He's been here a very long time, has just a heart for sustainability, loves solar energy, and, and was the builder on this home and put in all kinds of features, which you can go see. But we're going to have him on, like you said, in March, so we can visit with him more. He's just humble, kind, extremely knowledgeable guy. And I'm, I feel like I have a new friend. I'm looking forward to having him on. Wonderful. Well, that's coming up in March. And that event, uh, but the event to tour the home is going on today between now and noon if you're uh, within a, yeah, I would say leave yourself at least a half-hour drive time. So if you're within a, about an hour drive of Craycroft and River, correct, Susan? Yes, that is correct. So if you're about an hour drive, you still have time today. That exact address is not being published over the radio broadcast, but you can call in or email susan.s at rosieonthehouse.com for that address, and you'll get uh, a little tour of the home. Or give me a call here at the station, one 767 4348 I'll get you the in. Sounds good. All right. Our topic today is the plumbing systems of our home. There is the supply side, the water, and a couple, uh, we've talked about it in a couple different ways. Recently, we did a, a video with, Stan, with um, Stampede Plumbing about protecting it against freezing the outside of your home where the water first enters into the home. We've talked about uh, replacing all the water supply lines for your fixtures where the plumbing comes out of the wall and it goes to a hose connection for both hot and cold to the kitchen sink and making sure we've got those hose extensions are usually uh, the leading, well, they are the leading cause of water leaks in the home, making sure that those are as good uh, quality supply line as we can make them. You want to make sure that they're the metal ones, the metal washers, the metal nuts, the metal braid over the hose on both sides will help extend the life of those. Uh, it doesn't make <laughs> – we, we had one of our team members experience this in a home they had recently moved into just within the last six months. 
the people that were in the home previously had installed one of these hose lines with the metal braid, but used a plastic yeah. nut, and the plastic nut broke. Like you just spent all the extra money. Not all the. They're not. It's not even that big of a difference. But <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get the metal on the coating, but not the metal nut connection. Yeah, the braided the braided stainless steel supply, but make sure the nuts on each end are brass, not plastic, because that plastic nut is the number one culprit of flooding the house. So braided stainless with plastic nuts is worthless. <laughs> it is. And most of us are getting our water from a municipality or a water provider. That could be coming from a lot of it's the CAP. Well, then the cities then treat it and deliver it to your home. Now, they don't – it's like electricity. They – these companies don't know how much – they need to supply at any given moment, and it can fluctuate. Sometimes you can have good water pressure. Sometimes you can have bad water pressure. And what we want to make sure we're doing is that when the water comes in from the street, wherever your meter is, whether it's in the back alley or at the front street, from that meter, past the meter to your home, that is that entire water line is your responsibility. When it comes out of the ground and comes into the front of the homes, we want to make sure that there's a pressure regulator right there to protect us against those high surges in water pressure. Maybe they might be anticipating, you know, seven golf courses turning on their watering system at one time. They might be anticipating the work of uh, the water load of everyone getting home and turning on their showers. That increase in pressure, there are warranties on a lot of water using appliances that void it if the water pressures over a certain psi and we want to make sure that we're maintaining the maximum amount of pressure coming into our home with a pressure regulator not an overly expensive it's kind of like a surge protector for the home it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks but it's a one-time investment it's going to last you the lifetime of your plumbing system and i think it's generally around 60 uh, I think some of them even go as low as 55 on certain appliance water using appliances, but uh, we like to we generally like homeowners like to see that a little bit higher for the water uh, use in their showers. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's generally what dictates where the regulator gets set is the shower <laughs> pressure, but set it as low as you stay comfortable, and 50 really is about ideal. And generally from the layout, then from where the water enters your home, if it's underground plumbing, all the water lines are run underneath the slab, it's generally the shortest distance. They don't trench following anything other than uh, we're going straight this way to the laundry room and kitchen over here. We're going straight this way to the uh, bathrooms and maybe the, the lawn Laundry. on this side. And then from there, they start to then pivot off and break off and tee off to all the different uh, water-using fixtures. And a lot of the older homes, you'll see bathrooms that back up to each other where usually the plumbing comes up in that wall so they can tee it off that way, and it reduces the amount of angles that they have to make because every single angle in a copper line that you have to do a, a 90 or a 45 or a couple 45s to get around. All those little joints slow down the water flow 
pressure. And the last thing we want is to get the water to the back of the home at the master bath and have the worst possible pressure anywhere in the home. We'll talk about things that happen to the air hammers, uh, calcium buildup, and protecting the life of your water supply line here at Rosie on the House right after this, along with uh, taking your calls at one 767 We've got a couple lined up that we'll get to as well. I do have another pair of state parks passes. Okay. Let's give them away. We won't bust anyone's chops. <laughs> if you're interested in going, just text Rosie to 411-923. Text Rosie, and uh, we'll just pick a random winner and send you uh, two tickets to Arizona State Parks along with the State Parks Trail Guide book. It's got a listing of all 35 state parks, including Boyce Thompson, Arboretum, that's a great one out of uh, Superior, Arizona. Uh, spend a whole day out there and realize that you need to come back and spend a week here to yeah. take it all in. Uh, I do have some stuff on plumbing to get to, but we've got a special caller that I think I should probably go to first before oh, yeah. we, we go anywhere else. Who's that? Mama K. Yes. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Mama. All I wanted to say, Mama. I was a music major, and I have never heard anything as beautiful as hearing your voice <laughs> this morning on that radio, and I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> Are you sitting at your grand piano where you could play us a tune real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm drinking my Cajun coffee. All right. <laughs> but I just wanted you to know that was something when I heard that this morning. And I just wanted you to know that. And I love you, and I will see you soon. That's great. That's my mama. All the world knows her as Baby K. <laughs> love you, darling. All right, Mama. Thank All right. you. Uh, so thanks for calling in, Mama K. Let's get uh, let's take a call. Uh, and before we get back to our plumbing topic, Bob has called in last hour. We didn't get him squeezed in, had a... Do-it-yourself countertop question wants to talk about. Welcome to the program, Bob. Good morning. Good to hear you. Good to see you. Rosie's back. Uh, Amen. Hope we can help you, Bob. What are you trying to get done? Uh, well, my wife and I are thinking about changing our countertops on the lower cabinets and an island. And we were wondering if there's any easy way of getting the old off. What is it? Uh, granite. Well. Is it in good shape? Uh, it's not bad at all. We just want to change color. I'd just call the Habitat for Humanity Restore. They've got a deconstruction crew that'll come salvage anything they think they can resell in their stores. Oh, okay. If they think it's in good enough shape, and, and they've... Where, where are you located? Uh, Union Hills and Cave Creek Road, North Phoenix. So yeah. they've, they've got... Uh, I don't know if the deconstruction... I don't know if they got a deconstruction crew at their Anthem location. But, uh, yeah, you're definitely within their central Arizona's radius. And I, I, I believe all 14 Habitat for Humanities throughout the state have a restore now. I don't know that they'll have a deconstruction crew uh, just yet. But, man, Bob, I'd call them first. And then if they can't, just get a saw and start cutting uh -huh. it up in chunks and <laughs> now, Bob, throwing it out are, the back. Are you all going to get in touch with a granite company? To come in and set a new granite or quartz top? Yes. 
Okay. Well, Habitat's a great option. But okay. if you, you have a quick phone number? We do. We can get that to you off there. But I think where Rosie's going is if you're having a countertop company replace it, they usually it just takes, the removal's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> it just takes a couple minutes to pull it off. So it's not yeah, like okay. it's not like you're gonna save a bunch of money. Are there sinks in this island top? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, there is. Well, you might want to disconnect the sinks and save them a little time there. Okay. But they'll be able to pull that top in, in probably less than 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably beat me getting at it and trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah. And they'll have the yeah. trucks. It'll all be glued down to some plywood subsurface and all that. And, you the, know. And the, they'll have the, the granite company or the countertop company will have the trucks to properly transport that slab it's not something you want to lay flat if you go over a bumps that could crack it you know they they stand it upright and mount it but uh if you don't have a granite company man casey naylor at aztec marvel and granite they've got a great showroom down by the ballpark yeah um and uh one of our certified partners for uh, it's, it's been a 15 time, years yeah. at least and bob i can tell you all the kitchen and bathroom remodeling we do and rosie remodeling but I would tell you that 95% of the tops we put in now are quartz. Um, we, we put in very, very little granite. The quartz is much lower maintenance. It's much more durable. doesn't require periodic sealing. Um, so take a look at the quartz. If you could change colors anyway, uh, it might be a great way to go. And I just did a bonehead move for all of our listeners. If <laughs> We have a weekly text uh, that was run through KTAR. And if you text Rosie to 411923, it signs you up for our weekly home maintenance tip. So you get a text reminder the day before we talk about it on air. <laughs> so You gave the wrong for the contest. I, and I didn't even think about it. I just said text Rosie because it was, hey, he's back and we didn't. We weren't planning on giving tickets away that hour, but Dad's like, hey, let's give some more away. So from there, I believe you have to take a second step to confirm you want this text. Don't text back if you don't want that weekly text. Uh, if you're entered in the, that, that segment's uh, contest, that was a bonehead move on my part. I apologize. I don't want anyone getting something they, they didn't realize they were signing up for or think that we we're baiting them into sign up. It was just... Bonehead move. More plumbing here at Rosie on the House. That sounds good. Who is this? That's a instrumental version. Ricky Van Shelton. Oh. Cried my last tear for you. Oh. Hey, Gary, since you were a little late, uh, to the auction at Randy Johnson's home, and you're sitting on all that cash. I got another investment yeah, for you. This home is horrible. It's a lot cheaper than uh, what they're asking for Randy's Johnson's house, but it doesn't come with seven acres. This is a 2,500 square foot home in Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. So the lot size is probably like 2,800 square feet at best. <laughs> and there's no movie theater in there either. No movie theater. Uh, but it was a home that. Uh, Trump grew up in. It was built by his father in the 40s, and they lived there till age four till they moved into a larger home moving up. It is uh, going on the market. 2.9 million cash. So there I, you go. 
2.9 million in Queens? Uh-huh. I don't know. Is, am I crazy to say that's actually a bargain? Or because I would think it'd be more expensive in the Queens area. Well, uh, go snap it up. <laughs> it, it, it was in the mansion section of the Wall Street Journal on Friday, and it says it, it is higher than uh, some of the other homes in the area. Oh, okay. So, All right, let me go check the sofa. I was the same way as you. I said only 2.9 in New York. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that's a bargain. But let me go check myself. I got some extra cash somewhere. Right now. Property investment. So when we're talking about water supply to our home, one of the common things we run into is an air hammer, and that's when the water pressure in the home uh, is usually a little high, and the valve that's using water shuts off, and all that water that's in our plumbing line that's traveling comes to a stop at the end, and it goes dunk. If you have a pressure regulator, that can... Uh, that can solve it. If that doesn't solve it, you can put an air hammer arrestor. We talked about it a little bit last week with Chris Stanfield of Stampede Plumbing. It's just a little uh, expansion valve that you install near that fixture. And when the water shuts off, this acts as a shock absorber to the line. Uh, the best thing we can do, and you hear us talking about it regularly, is a water softener to our supply. The water supply will help soften the water from the point of entry into our home. Not, not exactly at the front, but we take it. We have a water softening loop that has to get installed where we take it from the front of the home, bring it over to the water softener. It's an ionic, ionic exchange, and it eliminates the hard water and calcium that is in our water supply, and it delivers it to your home and without those hard minerals and deposits that that are removed by this ionic exchange, it makes our plumbing system, it, it reduces the corrosion, it reduces the calcium buildup, it reduces the scaling, it helps with our washing our dishes, it keeps them, especially our glassware, from building up a film on it, it reduces the amount of wear and tear on our clothes. Uh, every cut down soap on everything, cut down your laundry soap, cut down your dishwasher soap, your hand soap, everything. So. That is the best thing we can do to protect our water supply system. Now, on the drain side of things, the drain has an additional element. There, I'd rather deal with the supply side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't we all? <laughs> when it comes to the drain side, that's what I call a plumber, and I don't care what they charge by the hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and you get involved in some of those, and you wonder why don't they charge twice as much yeah. for what they did. Yeah. This is awful. <laughs> But there's an additional uh, a supply sign is a closed system. It's got to be airtight. Um, if you get air in the line, you can oftentimes see that at your faucet as it's sputtering out. Uh, but the drain side, there ha it has to be an open loop system. If you've all played with your straw and your drink before where you put your finger over the top of the straw and you pick the straw out and all the water that was uh, in the glass or your cup, stays in the straw and then you open it and the water falls out so when we're draining the water we have to have that vent system so the water and whatever we're flushing down the drain goes down the drain and the drain Amen. is at a quarter inch Adios. slope per foot it's called the rise over run it's a quarter inch for every foot and that system all goes back either out the front to the city sewer or out the back to the city sewer or into a septic tank and again, it's designed the shortest possible distance. We don't have, we don't want a lot of elbows or bends in the drain system, so it's 
from wherever that drain system is to wherever it leaves your home, it's probably the straightest possible path you can imagine. And there are so many things on the market that people uh, dump dr down the drain thinking that they're cleaning it up. We're not a big proponent of harsh chemicals, especially if you're on a municipality that does rec water reclamation. It only makes it harder and more expensive to clean that water, whether they're passing it on to the water supply at the Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant, whether they're releasing it back into the river uh, and waterways, whatever it's doing, the less harsh chemicals we can put down there, the better it is. Uh, nobody, that's not something we like talking about or thinking about, but there are, there's even fertilizers that made that's made out of municipalities reclaimed water. Not in Arizona. Milwaukee. <laughs> What's it called? Miracro? Melorganite. Melorganite. Made out of the reclaimed waste sewage from the city of Milwaukee. And I'll tell you, if you talk to plumbers that specialize in unclogging drains, they're going to tell you what they find over and over and over again is Kleenex, cotton, Q-tips, and moist towelettes are the three things that will clog a drain line more often than anything else. And when I tell people that, they say, well, I've been flushing those things down the toilet for years. Well, great. I'm just telling you, <laughs> if you talk to a drain cleaning specialist, those are the three things that they'd like to never see. A Kleenex is not made to deteriorate underwater the same way toilet paper is. And just test it. Take a Kleenex, take toilet paper, put it on your back patio, pour water on it. And you can't happens. pick the toilet paper back up. It starts disintegrating right. immediately. That Kleenex, it's made to keep what you're blowing into it from ever reaching your hand and yeah. not deteriorate. <laughs> yeah. So cotton swabs, Q-tips, um, moist towelettes, and Kleenex, your, your, your drain system's three biggest enemies, and, and teenage boys. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the point you're dealing with an odor issue, a lot of times it is from the drain side of our plumbing systems. A very common one where those vents are on your roof, if you look at your roof and see all these little black PVC pipes sticking out the top, those are your plumbing vent. That's the top of your straw that allows air into the system to allow the water to drain. Well, there's a lot of aroma that happens and builds up in these drain systems over the years. You can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the way the winds come across uh, and out of the southwest, depending on the pitch and slope and direction of your roof, as the air rolls over the top of your roof, it can create kind of a little uh, back pressure and keep that gas from exhausting out of the plumbing vent and it finds its way back into your home because it has to go somewhere and it's easier for it to come back up into one of our plumbing fixtures than go down uh, into the drain it's lighter than air that's why it exhausts up to the top so it's it's not realistic to think it's going to go down into the sewer system well all we have to do is put an extension on top of that PVC to get above the air break and you know, don't do anything permanent until you figure out it works. Start up at a two-foot pole and or pipe extension. If that doesn't work, uh, then you can add a charcoal filter on top of that, and in that that'll help uh, 
help that problem. The other problems that we get is a bathroom that's not used regularly, uh, in particular the sink or the, the tub. tub. Yeah. When a plump plumbing drains, and you can see this under any of your sinks, there's a little loop, and that's called the P-trap. And what that's designed to do is hold water there so that if the gas isn't exhausting, it has to then pass a water barrier to get back into the home. Well, over a period of time, if that's not used, that water evaporates. So if you hear water running in uh, through the drain lines from other locations, uh, a lot of people will notice if they use the uh, commode, the toilet, and a bathroom, but they don't use a shower in that one a lot. If you hear the water traveling through the shower, you just know you've got no water in your P-trap. Turn it on, let it run for a few seconds, turn it off. We know, we know some people pour very cheap vodka in there because it evaporates at a much slower rate. Uh, if they don't plan on using it, that way they're not wasting the water. Um, so, and, and odor can come in through those point of entries. And the last one we want to mention, and we'll get to our calls here. Corky and Donna are both on the line at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Is that little overflow in your sink? If you're brushing your teeth and you look down, you've got your drain, but then you've got that little hole above it. You've also got one an overflow in your tubs. Stuff can grow in that area. We don't wash and clean uh, those areas regularly, but as part of the drain side and uh, algae and stuff can grow and those overflow tunnels occasionally might need a little bleach poured down them to uh, disinfect. Yeah, it's always discouraging when you lean over to spit out your toothpaste and there's little roach whiskers sticking out of that yeah. overflow hole. <laughs> no roach whiskers. <laughs> the final one that's uh, common, when the anode rod in our water heater deteriorates it's designed to offset an odor so you know that it is dissolved it kind of smells like rotten eggs and that's just to tell you that the sacrificial magnesium rod in your water heater that's designed to deteriorate um, so that the metal tank doesn't deteriorate as fast uh, is, is out of its practical life use and then you just need to replace your anode rod so there's the the one side that we get with the the one aroma we get with the supply side of your plumbing system, the rest deal with your drain side. With that said, and if you're not puking and throwing up and disgusted out by the drain side of, the, of your plumbing system, uh, let's get to our calls. Corky, welcome to the program. How you doing today? Good. Good to hear your dad back on the air. I really missed him. He's a great guy and got a lot of good information. Yes, sir. Here's my problem. I purchased a town home. Uh, had the popcorn ceilings taken off. Uh, ceilings were 14 foot at one end and 10 at the other. Um, then I replaced all the carpeting because it's old and put down a nice tile. Now I have a little echo, echo, echo problem. Any yeah. solutions? You know, what you might think about doing, Corky, is call Thermal Advantage and ask them, to fill all your drywall into your partitions with a uh, insulation. And in my in my home I'm building in a, you know the perfect home it's going to be hard surface floors. It's going to be exposed masonry exterior walls and all the walls are going to be insulated inside and out 
for that particular reason, to try and kill some of the noise. The other thing, to, uh, you know, those old popcorn ceilings are dated, but they do do a good job killing the echo. The other thing is soft furniture, window coverings, or area rugs will help as well. But when you get to that hard surface, <laughs> when you get to that hard surface, clean, low maintenance look, sound and echo is something that you've got to deal with. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you. So Baby K called up and she mentioned how she played the piano and music. Yeah. 55 years ago today on the Ed Sullivan Show, the Beatles played this song for the first time in America. And I watched it. I, I remember it. I remember my brother and sister going nuts yes. and going, what's the big deal? Yeah. I remember. But that was great music. Oh, yeah. And what is the big deal with this one? Does it, does it mention coffee or something? Valentine's Day. Oh. Valentine's Day, yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha. And coffee, too. I'm sure. You can <laughs> have coffee was with the coffee Beatles. mentioned in there? My mom, Baby K, called earlier in the show and said she was drinking her Cajun coffee. And we've gotten several people email in and say, What's Cajun coffee? Well, get on your internet machine and type in community coffee. And there's places you can order it online. If you do that, it actually says Walmart and Target carry it. I don't know that they do. I, maybe not this far west. Yeah. <laughs> they do. I've bought it there before. Oh, yeah? Commun- I have. Mm-hmm. It okay. comes in a red package. But it, it's and- experimental. Take it, <laughs> Drink it when you don't have to go anywhere. And it's very strong. Yeah. Make sure you can tolerate it before. The you, coffee and chicory is very strong. You you will use about half the grounds that you use with any other brand of coffee. Your but, mom doesn't. Right, right. <laughs> mom mom takes it strong, that's for sure. But community coffee, it's the Cajun mm. coffee enjoyed by most Cajuns throughout South Louisiana, and we bring it in by bulk to drink ourselves. And in our spirit of local, I do know Flavors of Louisiana sells it. I've bought it there a few times on my way home. When I am when I leave the studio, if we're broadcasting KTR, I always have a, a hard decision to make. Do I go north and get a po' boy and crawfish bisque from Papado's, or do I go west and get a po' boy and etouffee from Flavors of Louisiana? Some good choices. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my hardest choice I make every Saturday. Well, that's what Cajun coffee is. <laughs> Community coffee. And you can get it at Flavors Louisiana. <laughs> All right. Shall we take this call real quick, wrap up? Let's do it. And then get back down, give a highlight on Tucson again. Donna. Okay, Donna. And Mesa. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. The mm-hmm. uh, reason I am calling is we have two different opinions on where we need to put a circulating pump. Recirculating pump, excuse me. We have a bathroom, my master bathroom's all the way at the end of my house, and it takes forever for the water to get hot. Someone says put it in the bathroom underneath your sink, and someone says no, put it on your water heater. What are your thoughts? The most common solution is putting it on the water heater, and then you go to the bathroom farthest from the water heater, and you put a thermocoupler in between your supply flexes. And then that takes care of all the faucets throughout the whole house. You're actually actually bringing the hot water to every location 
at one time. And then most of those circulating pumps have timers on it. Just set it to come on when you normally need it. Like our timer comes on at 4 in the morning and shuts off at 7.30 and then comes on again at 4.30 in the afternoon and shuts off about 8.30 at night. And that way you're not heating all that water 24 hours a day constantly and not driving your utility bill up unnecessarily high. I would mount it at the water heater. We appreciate the call, Donna. Thanks a million. And it's the final hour of the tour of Lizzie Bell Home in Tucson, Arizona. If you can get to uh, River and Craycroft and want to see a really neat home that was done, remodeled in less than 100 hours, you can do that. Go to rosieonthehouse.com, click events. When you get there, uh, you will see, scroll past the 21st annual Wickenburg Gold Rush Days. That parade should be going on now as long as a Prada del Sol, but keep going. Keep, there you go. Bell Home Extreme Makeover. We've got a contact number for you there to get the exact address. They didn't want it published um, or broadcasted, but you can call and get to go see ABC's Extreme Makeover Home for the Team Lizzie Bell. Very neat story. We've talked about it a few times during the broadcast, and that's the next hour you have a chance to get by and see it. Yeah, and you also, if you can't get by, be sure you go ahead and donate blood a couple places in Tucson, one's the Broadway Blood Donation Center. The other one's the Foothills Mall Blood Donation Center. Uh, we are very short on blood. Red Cross actually reached out to us and said, please help promote this as well. And when you go, when you go to give blood, tell them Lizzie sent you. That's right. Yeah. Very good. Never, well, never know when you might need it, right, Rose? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I walk out of the house October 16th. And I don't walk back in my front door till January 18th. What happened to those four months? I missed the election. I missed the holidays. You know, it was. I missed, it's like it's like a time capsule. Well, just we missed you. Gone. It was funny because. Uh, now it's funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you came back in, there was all these newspaper articles you'd been saving on. I think it was 127. The the you yeah, a, a 125 PS. and 305 and. All the commentaries on all the propositions. And it was just like you walk in and you're looking at everything. It's just you scoop them all up, put them right in the trash. (laughs) There's a time capsule. You know, we had uh, Kevin from Dan Sizen was on the air and said he was out for 10 days after a wreck. He said it's the strangest thing to come back. It is. And in light of Rosie, uh, his favorite movie, Papillon. Papillon. Because he never gives up. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's for right. all the doctors that, that doubted it. That one was from from Rosie to you. <laughs> yeah, more than one doctor said I'm a miracle man. 